as the hammer fell on an empty chamber. After a moment it sank in, he was still alive. He let out a shuddering breath as McCard took the gun away, then cast a hateful glare at Frey. Frey's expression was blank. He was a different person to the man Crake knew the night before. That man had laughed as loud as Malvary and made fun of Pin with the rest of them. He told stories that had them in stitches and drank until he passed out. That man Crake had known for almost three months. That man Crake might have called a friend. McCard studied the pistol theatrically. Five chambers, one down. Think you'll be lucky again? He put the muzzle back to Crake's forehead. Oh, please, no, Crake begged. Please, please, no. Frey, tell him. Stop playing around and just tell him. One, said McCard. Crake stared at the stranger to his right, his eyes pleading. No doubt about it, it was the same man. There were the same wolfishly handsome features, the same unkempt black hair, the same lean frame beneath his long coat. But the spark in his eyes had gone. There was no sign of the ready, wicked smile that usually lurked in the corner of his mouth. He wasn't going to give in. Two. Please, he whispered. But Frey just looked away. Three. McCard paused on the trigger, waiting for a last moment intervention. It didn't come. Click. Craig's heart leapt hard enough to hurt. He let out a gasp. His mouth was sticky, his whole body was trembling, and he desperately wanted to be sick. You bastard, he thought. You rot-hearted bastard. Didn't think you had it in you, Frey, McCard said with a hint of admiration in his voice. He thrust the revolver back into a holster somewhere amidst the motley of battered jackets that he wore. You'd let him die rather than give up the Ketty J. That's cold. Frey shrugged. He's just a passenger. Craig swore at him under his breath. McCard paced around the storeroom while a rat-faced thug covered the prisoners with the point of a cutlass. The other two thugs stood in the shadows, an enormous shaven-headed bruiser and a droop-eyed man wearing a tatty knitted cap. One guarded the only exit, the other lounged against a barrel, idly examining a lever-action shotgun. There were a dozen more like them downstairs. Crake clawed at his mind for some way to escape. In spite of the shock and the pounding in his head, he forced himself to be rational. He'd always prided himself on his discipline and self-control, which only made the humiliation of the last few moments harder to bear. He'd pictured himself displaying a little more dignity in the face of his own extinction. Their hands were tied, and they'd been disarmed. Their pistols had been taken after they were found at the inn, snoring drunk at the table. McCard had taken Frey's beautiful cutlass. My cutlass, Craig thought bitterly for his own. Now it hung tantalizingly from his belt. Craig noticed Frey watching it closely. What of Malvary and Pin? They'd evidently wandered off elsewhere in the night to continue their carousing, leaving their companions to sleep. It was just bad luck that McCard had found them tonight of all nights. Just a few more hours, and they'd have been out of port and away. Instead, they'd been dragged upstairs, pausing only for Craig to be sick on his own feet and bundled into this dank storeroom where an anonymous and squalid death awaited them 
if Frey didn't give up the ignition codes for his aircraft. I could be dead, Craig thought. That son of a bitch didn't do a thing to stop it. Listen, said McCard to Frey. Let's be businessmen about this. We go back, you and I, worked together several times, haven't we? And even though I came to expect a certain sloppiness from you over the years, late delivery, cargo, that wasn't quite what you promised, that sort of thing, you never flat out screwed me. Not till now. What do you want me to say, McCard? It wasn't meant to end up this way. I don't want to kill you, Frey, said McCard in a tone that suggested the opposite. I don't even want to kill that milksop little pansy over there. I just want what's mine. You owe me an aircraft. I'll take the Ketty J.